Welcome to the Leader Think Podcast, where we discuss personal growth, human performance, and culture change. This is your host, Philip Grison. Thank you for joining me on this path. I hope you enlighten others along the way. Hey, everyone. Today, I want to share some thoughts on some small things you can do to implement human performance thinking into your safety culture. A couple years back, I was having a conversation with a safety director that wanted to move further towards HP thinking on a job site level. She wanted to implement some little things that people could easily do to head further down that road. She's right to think that way. People need small wins. That's what I mean about the HP minimum baseline. Most people get a dopamine hit when they accomplish a goal. Total transformation of your safety culture is an admirable goal, but the dopamine hit from that could take 10 years to receive. Culture change takes time. The minimum baseline effect is where you give people small goals that they can win at. The small goals then compound over time. They're stepping stones along the path to cultural transformation. They may not feel like big deals in the moment, but they are the building blocks of thinking differently about safety. If you give people small goals that are easily achievable, they will experience little wins with each one. These little wins, or dopamine hits, motivate people to continue down the path you are leading them on. There's a lot to HP. If we can break some of these concepts down into little easily achievable goals, you are well on your way towards the overall goal of significant culture change. A couple things inspired this podcast. One day I was teaching a class and a student said that HP seemed overwhelming. There's so much to it, she said. I'm just having trouble grasping it all. The next day I was teaching another class and a student asked, are there any small things we can do to start implementing these concepts? Another inspiration is a lot of safety people tell me they want to implement HP, but upper management isn't bought in fully yet. This can be frustrating for safety professionals. You know what to do. You know it's good for your organization, but they still aren't giving you the full support you desire. First off, this is normal to experience. You are not alone. Most safety professionals I know wish their team was more bought in than they currently are. That thought doesn't serve people, though. Focusing on that creates feelings of no hope It also diminishes what you can accomplish right now. You know, it can take 10 years for a culture to fully realize significant change. 10 years is a long time. I think of some of the clients we have had for 10 plus years, and they are miles ahead of where they were. But it does require patience to change a safety culture. There are rarities where a significant emotional event motivated organizations to change more rapidly but most of the time, it's a slow journey. I got a glimpse of this the other day. There's the superintendent for a company that I've done a lot of training for over the past 10 years. Most of it was OSHA-related, but I would always try to sprinkle a little of advanced safety management principles into those courses. He's a great guy, but we did have many passionate conversations in classes over the years. Anyway, he was in a recent course that solely focused on advanced concepts, and before he left, he gave me a hug. That really impacted me. Ten years of a lot of difficult conversations 
And one day, this strong-willed superintendent is giving me a hug. He's evolved, and so have I. He's evolved in his understanding of safety over 10 years. I've evolved in my knowledge and methods of communication of these ideas. 10 years later, we're hugging each other. Patience matters. Never losing hope matters. People usually change or evolve slowly over time. Implementing small, achievable goals helps keep that evolution moving. So today, I want to share some thoughts on little things you can do right now to point your safety culture in that HP direction. Human performance is mostly concerned with thinking differently about safety. That's the first thing you can do right now. Think differently. If you are thinking about wishing everyone else was fully on board, you will get frustrated. So think differently. Think about the small things you can change right now to push this effort forward. Think about ways to get your team to think differently. Think differently and influence others to think differently. So how do I do that, right? HP isn't a new program. It's not something to add to what you are already doing. HP is about rethinking what you already do to manage safety and then modifying those processes to be more in line with HP. The last thing we want to do is add a bunch of new procedures on top of what we already have. Instead, we want to modify them. We want to modify what we already do to be more in line with this new style of thinking. Think about doing that. Here's a few examples. Toolbox safety talks. If you already have a process for regular safety talks, what is the subject matter? Are they mostly based on rules to follow for specific activities? If so, change that up. Instead of the typical ladder safety talk or fall protection, do a talk on an HP concept. Of course, you might need to help whoever is delivering the message. Maybe you could do a talk yourself. If supervisors typically deliver the talk, maybe you could go do one for them. Maybe you just do it once a quarter. Maybe the supervisor just does it once a quarter. Regardless of the intent of safety talks, we all have seen how sometimes a supervisor just reads whatever is on there to the crew. Maybe give them something else to read. Even if they aren't totally bought in or super well-versed in HP, you are definitely encouraging them to think differently about safety, even if all they do is read it to their crew. You are influencing people to think differently. It wouldn't take a lot of work to create some safety talks on error rates, such as end of shift or Monday after a holiday. A simple talk on error rates could get people in the habit of thinking differently. You could create a collection of pre-formatted talks to send out to your teams. Maybe once a month or once a quarter, slowly distributing this new thinking into your current process. If you attend a weekly foreman's meeting, talk a little bit about an HP concept. I've attended many foreman meetings where the safety rep talked about rules workers needed to remember to follow in upcoming jobs. Maybe change it up. Talk about upcoming work from a systems perspective. Talk about the need for peer checks or air likely situations. 
Ask the foreman where our systems make safety procedures difficult to comply with. Sprinkle some HP spice onto what you are already doing. Another one is JSAs. JSAs, TSAs, JHAs, AHAs, whatever acronym you use in your company. If you are already doing this type of hazard analysis work, add some HP elements to them. Most people have a form for this type of activity. Change up the form. You could add a box that asks, where is someone most likely to make a mistake in this task? Or where is someone most likely to take a shortcut in this task? What about the system encourages people to take a shortcut? Asking these type of questions influences people to think differently. They're thinking questions. They are very different than the old-school safety messaging such as you need to pay extra attention or some version of don't screw up. They are more error-tolerant questions. Just a few modifications to your JSA can influence those completing them to think differently and help you uncover system problems. Another one is behavior observations. If you do some sort of behavior observation process, add HP to it. When the observer witnesses an at-risk behavior, require them to document why it made sense to the worker. In other words, require them to ask the worker how our systems influence at-risk behavior. You could also require them to document what the worker believes is the fix to our system to prevent a future occurrence. If you are tracking this type of thing, then that would be a wealth of useful data. Imagine mining through behavioral observations with identified system issues and suggested fixes from those living in the system. You could mine the data for common themes and use that for action items. Another small thing you could do is change signage and slogans to be more in line with HP philosophy. Think about all the safety signs and slogans we have at work. Like, you are the one most responsible for your personal safety. That's not really in line with HP thinking. You could start by replacing some of those things with messaging that is based more on systems thinking and human error. I did a quick Google search for safety slogan signs, and a lot of them are the opposite of HP thinking. Here's some of the top search examples I found. You are the key to your safety. Safety starts with you. Think safety first. Go home safe today. Others are depending on you. Accidents are preventable. The best safety device is a careful worker. Safety has no quitting time. <laughs> okay, I need to stop. Google is an endless rabbit hole of focus on fixing the worker safety signage. But hopefully you get the point. How much signage are we putting out there that is the opposite of human performance thinking? Get rid of the fix the worker focus signage and replace those things with messages more in line with systems thinking. Warning, you might not find as much out there as you would like. You might even need to develop your own signs. One of my safety friends did just that. She created her own signs to replace the messaging on her job sites. Here's some ideas. Look out for your coworker. Our job is complex and highly prone for error. Or 
Nobody pays attention all the time. Help remind your coworker when they forget something. Or even better, you are the greatest expert at implementing our safety systems. Let us know what we need to change. While you're at it, you might want to look at the language on your company website. Is it in line with this style of thinking? I still see a lot of company websites with commitments to zero accidents. That's old school thinking that definitely needs to change. You could also revisit all the training programs you have. Site orientations, competent, qualified person courses, even the 10 or 30 hour. All of that training could include an HP element. You could include some basic systems thinking and human error information in a site orientation. Both the 10 and 30 hour courses have flexibility for optional topics related to safety and health. Do an hour or two on HP. Inspections is another one. There are a lot of safety inspections we do that are mostly based on looking for problems. Overall site inspections, scaffold inspections, trenching inspections, all of these things are mostly concerned with identifying errors. But what do we do about those errors? A lot of traditional inspections might have an area for documenting if and how the infraction was corrected. But how did our systems allow this to be in the first place? Add a section for that. Ask, how did our system allow this infraction to exist? What do the workers believe is the solution to fixing that system? Simple changes to get people thinking differently. You're slowly normalizing thinking and talking differently about safety. This is influence. Another thing you could do right now is just eliminate some policies. If we are thinking differently through the lens of HP, then maybe there are some safety policies or rules that just don't fit this new style of thinking. Maybe they don't even deserve to be modified. Maybe it's just best to eliminate them. If you have some rules that aren't really producing safety improvements and appear more like monotonous paperwork exercises, or they just make work more complex than it really needs to be, maybe you should just consider eliminating them. A huge part of HP is eliminating bureaucracy. Eliminate those bureaucratic rules that just make safety harder to comply with. I'm talking about the rules that are ultra-rigid and just don't fit the realities of complex, ever-changing work. Just get rid of them. If you can't get rid of them, see if you can make them a little bit more flexible. Workers doing complex work need options to comply with safety, not zero-tolerance rigidity. Imagine the influence you would have on your workforce if you got rid of some dumb safety rules. None of the workers will complain about it. They'll celebrate it. That component alone will show them that you are thinking differently. They will see that your management of safety is becoming smarter. They'll probably even be curious about it. Whenever a worker asks you, what's up with the change? You'll have an open door to talk about this new view. There's also the good old incident investigation. Definitely change that up. I've talked a lot about event learning in previous podcasts, 
But if you can transform your incident investigation into a process that seeks to learn what systems failed instead of who failed, you are light years ahead of the old crime and punishment model. Change how your team responds to incidents. You will probably have to lead that effort, but that's the job. When you want management to buy in, and currently they aren't, show them instead of telling them. Take a break from talking about why they should be bought in and show them why they should buy in. If you make some of the changes I've listed here, you are showing them. Sometimes that's exactly what people need. Don't tell me, show me. Maybe management isn't saying that, but they might be thinking it. Showing them what HP looks like instead of telling them they need to buy in will have much greater influence than trying to convince them with words. The last thing I want to address is speaking the language of HP. The role of the safety person is to communicate system problems to the decision makers. You are in total control of your communication. What others do with it is on them. No matter your authority in the organization, make sure you are communicating the right language in every opportunity you have. Communicate systems thinking. Talk about learning systems versus blaming workers. Talk about error-likely situations. Talk the talk. People will notice that. HP can be overwhelming, especially in a culture that's unaware or just starting to be introduced to these concepts. But there are things you can do right now, little things that people can win at to get the dopamine hit of success. If you build on these things, you're building a better safety system for everyone around you. It can take significant time, but always celebrate the little wins. They're worth celebrating. They are stepping stones toward total transformation. So pick something. Pick one thing and try it out. Pick one of the examples I gave. Or maybe these ideas inspired you to pick something totally different. Just pick something and try it out. Consider doing it slowly, like once a month or once a quarter or in one division or on one job site. Then build upon that. Focus on transforming what you already do instead of adding something new. The last thing we want our team to think is we have a new safety flavor of the month. Transform your current procedures instead of adding to them. If you do this work and stay committed, people will notice. Eventually, it might even snowball on you. So reach out to me and let me know what you tried and how it went. Let me know how it was received and if any of your team got the dopamine hit from doing it. I hope you get a little dopamine hit too. Have a beautiful week. Hey there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review. If you want to connect further, reach out at leaderthink.com.